0: hey kids it's your old pal gorag how the hell are you doing tonight's podcast is brought to you by lonestarbuttons.com make your custom button design a reality if you're no stranger to the show i'm sure you know what i'm about to say do you have a product you want to promote or maybe a project you're involved with or maybe you have a small business but you just don't have the budget for a big time ad agency to put together a commercial for you. Who does? Instead of worrying yourself sick on how you're going to get people interested, go on over to lonestarbuttons.com. They manufacture all kinds of doodads to get people interested in what you're doing. They make pin-on buttons, magnets, bottle openers, and mirrors of in multiple shapes and sizes. All you got to do is go the website, or you can email info at or you can call the owner and operator, Adam Stimpy Jones, at 281-798-1996. Tell him sent you, and you want to suck on some hairy tits, his in particular. Mm, good golly miss molly just say the magic words and he'll throw in some products for free also if you want to take part in the show that being sending in friend questions or news stories just shoot an email over to rotwpodcast at gmail.com we check that email maybe once a week maybe every two weeks if you know life gets crazy but we will read it and we will try to include your inputs into the show makes things more fun for us at least all that being said come to you pre-recorded live from atomic age studio a in beautiful pasadena texas it's the revenge of the world podcast with your hosts gabe google me deter and bitchin brennan birch
1: hey kids it's just me a friendly neighborhood gabe Dieter. uh just thought i'd break in for a second and say i saw a predator it was pretty awesome uh <laughs> it had all the uh schlock you might want to see in a monster movie um it was written by shane black i don't know if you're familiar but he did uh the nice guys um kiss kiss bang bang i believe and what else did he do oh yeah iron man three the one that was more of a detective movie detective iron man anyway it was a monster movie lots of blood and guts a lot of humor and (laughs) just about the worst ending i've ever fucking seen in a movie So once you think it's over and uh, all that shit's concluded, run from the theater. Don't wait around for the wrap up. You'll you'll leave much happier or stick around and experience the pain for yourself. Hey everybody. Thanks for listening to Revenge of the World episode 129. I am your host Gabe Dieter and I'm here with and Brennan Birch. What's up, you creeps? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's been it's been a couple weeks and uh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Uh, how's it going, Brennan?
2: Oh man, it's it's going pretty crazy. Uh It's been a grip. Yes, yeah. the kids say. Is that what the kids say? <laughs> no. The kids are now grown up that said that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's like two generations of kids now. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, so, on the way over here, I got a FaceTime call. Oh, yeah? From my six-year-old son. Yeah? He was wide-eyed like he'd just seen a unicorn. He had a bandana tied around his head, and he was telling me he just saw Predator. Awesome. He is stoked. <laughs> he Amen. was like, I loved it. There were so many guns. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> he was so hyped. Uh, nice. Kara texted me before she brought him. She's like, uh, well, what do you think about this? And I was like, well, you know, if, if you want to you know, take responsibility for getting him through it, okay. You know, probably it's, take two separate cars in case you have to leave. It's a rite of passage. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've talked about this on the show before, but my mom took me to see RoboCop when I was seven. Yeah. And then a year later, took me to the theater to see RoboCop 2. <laughs> so, you know, I turned out Okay. Mm-hmm. I think. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's time to turn the reins loose a little bit. But yeah, he was hyped. He loved it. He loved the Predator dogs. He was describing the Predator dog as being the size of my dog and I don't know. He's just he's a Predator fan and I told him, "Hey, you want me to show you the old Predator?" And he said, "Yes!" Nice. So, that I got that to look forward to this week. It's going to be pretty exciting.
1: Oh, man. That's really awesome.
2: Um whenever I was on the way home, I was oh, whenever he uh whenever Kara initially Called me about this, or texted me, or whatever she did. I think she called me. Yeah, she called me. I don't know. Anyway, I was on the way home from seeing Mandy. Yeah, dude, <laughs> pretty badass. <laughs> I loved it. I don't know that you would love it. Really? I mean, because I mean, you didn't like Beyond the Black Rainbow, and Correct. it's it's the same director, and yeah. he he definitely reined it in a lot as far as like kind of the style experiment of it. But mm-hmm. dude, as far as like a movie that was made just for me,
1: wait, he made something else. Between that, though, right? Um, I don't know. I think he did, and I liked that movie, whatever it was. Yeah,
2: I, I don't remember what that was.
1: <clears throat> I just hated Beyond the Black Rainbow yeah. because there was nothing behind it. It was all, like, yeah, it's it... music video experimentation. Yeah, it, it was you know?
2: very much a person finding their style.
1: Yeah, and I don't mind, but it just yeah. wasn't for me because I was looking for a story, you know? Dude, in
2: my opinion, he found
1: it, like... It's
2: That's awesome. it, like, you know, I, I went and saw it with Jess and we didn't really talk for about an hour afterwards because we were both kind of just processing it. Uh-huh. I mean, and you and I had had a, you know, we'd had kind of a text conversation about it during the week uh, about how you, you read some article about there being some kind of political elements to it and stuff like that. And how No, that-
1: um, it was actually, it was actually someone reviewing the movie yeah. and they brought their own politics into it, which I hate. Yeah, because it's kind of like to me, it's like not a spoiler; it's a ruiner. <laughs> like, yeah. why are you twisting things for in a way for you know,
2: like like to give you a skewed perspective going into the movie? Yes,
1: okay. yes. I didn't, I didn't appreciate that, and I I know it's not going to ruin the movie for me, but um, I don't know. Well, ha-
2: having like watched this movie, yeah, uh, uh, I watched it with another person, yeah, and whenever we did finally talk about it, you know. I definitely 100% saw what was on the guy's mind whenever he's making this movie. It was, it it was a, it's definitely a response to kind of the world as it is today. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Jess didn't see that at all. You know, it's kind of like the same thing how some people can watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and think, oh, this movie is about Vietnam. And some people can watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and say, oh, this is about a family of cannibals. Yes. You know, you can enjoy it on either level. Yes. And I think that, you know, Mandy works that way as well. And just everything about this movie, you know, I'm still fresh, so don't take this as a, you know, 100% review, I would say. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that movie definitely knocked me on my ass. Like, I'm still thinking about it and I'm still very excited about it.
1: That's cool. I, I want to see it. I'm just, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I'm going <clears> to <throat> go into it with a fresh, fresh mind. He, that director didn't actually do anything in between. Yeah, um, but I did see the trailer, and I was very excited to see it.
2: Everything that's in the trailer is delivered as promised. That's
1: to me. It seems like uh, like it's a dystopian B movie slasher slash adventure movie kind of. It is. It's, it's exactly is? that. Okay,
2: you know, and you can go into it, you know, expecting that, and you can watch that movie, and you can hundred percent get those boxes checked for you, you know. And if you're looking for anything else, you know. Which, I wasn't really looking for anything, but as I was watching it, I was just kind of putting it together. Oh, he's clearly talking about this. He's clearly talking about this. Mm. And I think it just kind of depends on how you go into it. Uh, You know, Jess didn't really watch any trailers or anything. She just went into it completely blank. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she saw it as, you know, kind of a dystopian revenge movie. Yeah. You know?
1: Did it have the feel of something like uh, Hobo with a Shotgun?
2: It's way better than Hobo with a Shotgun.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, like, cinematography... Is that even a description. <laughs>
2: yeah, or, yeah, I mean, I know what you mean. Like, uh, kind of stylistically, as far as like the color usage and like the film grain and like yeah. the way certain things were shot. Um, yeah, it definitely has that kind of throwback Canadian horror vibe.
1: Okay, but Troll but it, Hunter.
2: Yeah, it, it was very much influenced by all of those movies. See, but it's <laughs> it's, it's so its own thing though. Like it's yes, yeah. it's, it's you know, it's the sum of its parts, but it's also very very original. Mm-hmm. And I, I I would recommend that anybody see it. You know,
1: would you put it up there with? Uh... Phantasm 2? Yeah. 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 Cool. You know, I'm in. I'm in.
2: I, I, I definitely would recommend it. Okay. Uh, let's see what else happens. Oh. So this week, I was foiled once again in my attempt at acquiring a record that I've been looking for for 15 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for people that don't know me personally, uh, there used to be this uh, kind of punk rock power violence band from Houston called Hilt that when they were playing, nobody liked them. hmm. <laughs> I liked them back then. Yeah, but you know, being that I was a small child with no money, I never acquired (laughs) any of their you know releases. Uh They 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 put out a cassette, and I think they put out a seven inch, and that was like it. And then they broke up, and everybody moved away.
1: They put out a cassette.
2: Yeah, yeah. There there was it. Was it white? Yeah, there was a there was a white. It was like a white cassette. Uh, and then there was, was I guess that was like their full length or whatever. And then there was a seven inch that came out later. Uh, my friend CJ. He had the cassette, but I think his parents made him burn it because, like, they went through, like, a crazy Jesus-y thing and he had to destroy all of his records. Oh, no. So, that <clears throat> that's, like, the only person I know that had anything of theirs. Yeah. And so, I could never find it. And I found out they did a 7-inch as well when I was, you know, probably about 18 or 19, but I never saw them. Didn't really know them super well personally. So, like, I could never just reach out to the people. And then, you know, whenever social media came along with, like, MySpace and everything, I would try to find these people. Never could. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know just ghosts so over the last course of the last 15 years
1: can i derail you for a second sure uh you remember the band the picks yes i i for some reason i, I started thinking about them yeah i found that guitar player jamie yeah and he's like just a bodybuilder now really <laughs> yeah. yeah they all moved to like shreveport
2: louisiana so or something right
1: uh, yeah he's not with that uh the bass player anymore uh-huh. i don't know what happened to her Yeah. young love yeah. Anyway, go anyway, go ahead. So, Locus. Yeah, yeah. So the guy's name is Locus. Which anybody out there in Houston know a Locus?
2: Well, here's the thing, though. I'm I'm gonna get to that. <laughs> so I've been looking for Locus for 15 years mm-hmm. on all the social medias. Could never find the guy. I didn't know the other two guys' names. Yeah. Like even though like you know they were around and they hung out and stuff, I just never really talked to him or anything. So I didn't know how to find him and. Over the years, like, I would just randomly pop up on, you know, whenever the Hands Up Houston message board was around, I would just ask about this thing. And then somebody would say, I think I know a guy that has this. And then, like, you know, eventually that person would kind of come through and email me or something. And I would be like, yeah, let's meet up at Rudyard's and go get it. And then, like, you know, I would go there and the person wouldn't show up. Yeah. Or, like, it would turn up at some record fair or something when I didn't have any money. Yeah. It was just, like, something would always happen to keep me from getting this record. So, on, uh, it was, like, th- I think it was Thursday. It came up on the Deep End Records Facebook page that there were, like, all these records, these punk singles that just came in. And somebody tagged me in that post because they saw the Hilt 7-inch. hmm So, I freaked out, and Friday morning, I got up and went over there first thing in the morning, right when the store opened to buy this record,
1: and it's gone. Fuck. Where's where was this?
2: It was at Deep End, you know, Insomnia, the record oh, okay. store that's in there now that used to be at uh, Walters.
1: All right, I'm going to throw this out there. Okay. Uh, I think you should try Sound Exchange. And I think you should talk to the guy at Sound Exchange because they were around when that record was out, you know? Yeah. They might, they might, they might know something. You Maybe know? it's a resource so, from that era, you know, yeah, that's, that's still around.
2: That's true. That is a place to check. But and whenever, uh, you commented, because I posted something on Facebook you know, saying, whoever bought this record, you hurt me very personally. <laughs> you posted something about finding Lachis. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a guy from way back then uh, named Aaron, who I ended up kind of reconnecting with because he also lives in Pearland, and his daughter was in the same jiu-jitsu class as my son. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he tagged this guy named Charles Panda something. has a really long Greek last name. Lachis had a really long Greek last name. Yes. I think that's him. Oh, wow. I think I've just been looking for the wrong person. Yeah. Because I've always known him as Locus. I didn't know this Charles person. Yeah. But I clicked on the profile. And I think I'm pretty sure that's him.
1: We'll look it up so after I'm, the show. I'm
2: going to shoot him a message and just see what he can do. He lives in San Francisco now, which that's where he's from. Like, he, he lived in the Bay Area, and then he moved to Houston and started mm-hmm. the band. And that's... Yeah. But anyway, so I am I might slay my white whale pretty soon.
1: <laughs> you might have to buy a plane ticket to it, Frisco. You
2: know what? It, it, it might be a fun little adventure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Go for it, dude. Yeah. So. So speaking of uh, Mandy, mm-hmm. um, I've been watching Castle Rock. What do you think of Castle Rock? I'm fucking intrigued because really? I I'm trying. The story in itself is mysterious and suspenseful and sometimes scary. Yeah. But uh, I'm trying to identify as the story goes along all of the. Stephen King influences. Yeah. And so far, I'm probably wrong
2: on everything. Yeah. I, I got something to say about that. Okay. Everything that you think it is, is not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the references that you think are specific references are
1: not. Yeah. it's it's. So Shawshank has nothing to do with uh, Shawshank Redemption?
2: No. And they did reference it. They, the, they,
1: they reference it. They reference the warden that shot himself. Yeah. You can still see the bullet hole. There, there are little, that was cool.
2: little things here and there, but... Not, none of what you think, like the big ones, like, I don't know how far you are, but...
1: Uh, episode, about to start episode four.
2: Okay, well, and I'm not going to say anything, but there was a certain thing that I thought was going to be, oh my god, they're introducing Salem's Lot, and it's not. And there were things that I thought, oh my god, it's going to be Pet Cemetery, but it's not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh, Carrie. Yeah, <laughs> no. me too. So was I. Nope. No. <laughs> Ooh, it's uh, Storm of the Century. No. The <laughs>
2: <laughs> The Langoliers. <laughs>
1: Is that the night flyer? No. <laughs> no, I'm not It's it's nothing like that, yeah. but I am I'm, I'm ready for uh uh Dead Zone. Yeah. I thought of, but no. 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 Dead Zone. Um well, did you watch the whole series? The whole season?
2: I've watched like I think I watched up to episode 8 or something and I was just like Meh. Really? Yeah, it just
1: it just kind kept- of wow.
2: It, it never really got anywhere for me. Really? Yeah, I needed some it's like it's like it's ramping up and ramping up and ramping up and I feel like it probably pays off way later but I don't know that I have the patience. Mm. I mean, I gave it 8 episodes. That's
1: so Yeah, I mean it seems to be the pattern that the the entire season 1 is the ramp up and it makes you familiar with the the characters' past. But... Well, here's why
2: that doesn't work though, because this is gonna be like every season's gonna be different, like the way Fargo is. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Like in the, the way American Horror Story and all that work. Really? Yeah. So huh. it's it's not gonna be you know there, there's supposed to be a resolution at the end of the
1: season. Oh, okay.
2: And it's gonna resolve every season. Hmm. So that's that's why I was kind of like, eh, I don't know.
1: Man, it's so funny. Uh, we could not sit through this the smallest commercial break on hulu yeah we're like fuck this and we watch fucking cable tv hey, and girl, just let watch tv <laughs> yeah it's it's ridiculous we're so spoiled you
2: gotta get that plus account man I'm telling you, oh great. we
1: got it we got it right in the middle of the show yeah <laughs> right when the uh second commercial break happened it's worth it um we also watched ozark season two have you uh
2: i haven't watched any of that how is it
1: it's fucking great really yeah it's it's uh it's a nail biter hmm. it's a nail biter um also watched jurassic whatever extinction world or whatever (laughs) extinction Extinction island uh yeah it was all right it had a couple nail-biter scenes but nothing spectacular i hope that's the last one actually but i think there's gonna be one more (sighs) gotta keep everything going as a trilogy yeah even though it doesn't need it make that sweet money get that action figure Mm tie-in. what else you got going brennan Uh, any other just working creative stuff yeah
2: yeah. That's cool. I mean, like, the last couple of weeks at work have been just complete hell. So I've been, whenever I come home, trying to... Decompress. Decompress. And, you know, I just sit down and watch TV, though. So I've been... I'm, I'm working on a, a writing project right now uh, for ZineFest that's coming up. Yeah. and Hopefully
1: cool. we get accepted and all of our work is uh, <laughs> brought to fruition. Yeah.
2: Well, I don't know. I think I'll probably just walk around with a backpack and hand it out anyway.
1: I need the money, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to be out of a job. Yeah. But let's let's keep on our creative stuff yeah so
2: just painting uh kind of getting into photography a little bit yeah uh I, have huh. this, I got interesting an app, I got an app uh just it, the, the, it kind of replicates manual functions on a phone, iPhone mm-hmm. um I need to get a newer phone that'll actually have those functions built in but yeah kind of experimenting with that just trying to learn some stuff and because I, I want to like start shooting my own reference for mm. paintings and stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, but the thing is, I don't really have a lot of extra money as far as like you know, purchasing a camera and doing all that stuff. And I don't know, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to like just branch out a little bit and you know, get outside of you know, replicating and referencing pop culture and mm. things like that, and you know, just growing a little bit. so yeah. And I've been getting more into like actually painting with a brush on canvas. Yeah. Making paintings. So got a couple of those going. <laughs> uh, playing my guitar again. Just, and my favorite part about all of this is just not using my computer. Yeah. Like no computer interference whatsoever. Right. It's, it's great not having that tool. Yeah. Like it's, it's one of the best things that I've done so far.
1: That's cool. Um, as far as like photography, ah, I love my phone, my LG phone. Mm-hmm. It's like, everybody makes fun of me for having it, but it's like the, the most fantastic camera of any phone camera I've ever had. Yeah. And I've had like the galaxy note, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, uh. I've been taking photos for my zine. One of the zine projects that I have, um, I've been taking some uh, toy photos. Might as well let the title out now, right? I yeah, mean, sure. It's That's gonna happen. Uh, yeah.
2: That's why we have this podcast to promote art projects, right? Ga- Gabe <laughs>
1: Dieter plays with dolls. <laughs> 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 uh, volume one, Captain Action. That's great. Uh, yeah, uh, it's been fun. I like. I got this uh, photo set up uh, on loan from work, and uh, just taking some some good photos. Mm-hmm pretty fun cool. spent all day yesterday doing it and yeah no complaints about my back or anything like that i don't give a fuck nice. it was just fun fun to do so might as well just as well get into it might as well get into it i'm losing my job after 18 years uh, for reasons i can't disclose because i signed an agreement <laughs> mm. <laughs> and i want that cheddar um yeah so anybody knows anything about a 50k a year job that's what I'm looking for <laughs> yeah of course I have to be qualified for it but that's my goal 50k mm-hmm. um yeah it's really weird because uh everybody's panicking on what they're gonna do and I'm I'm looking at it like an opportunity just to do something different you know yeah uh, I still want to be a designer but uh just didn't, I, I'm tired I mean I'm not tired of the lighting industry but been in it almost 20 years, you know? So, yeah. there's, it's, it's there's, time for a change.
2: There's only so much you can do with that creatively.
1: Oh, yeah, that ended like a year into it. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, but um yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what the future holds cuz I'm ready for something new. Yeah. Well, you know, got 18 years experience, man. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But everybody everybody else at work was uh they're just kind of I guess worried. Yeah. And I don't blame them cuz some of them are older yeah older people and i guess it's harder to find a job when you're in your late 50s you know
2: yeah it definitely is you know. unless you have like a very specific skill you know
1: yeah i don't know
2: <laughs> if, any, if, if you're just like a sales rep you know that's yeah might be a little bit harder if you're you know put things together you know that they just think of that as oh we're gonna have to pay for that retirement
1: you know? right yeah i don't know man um that, that got me thinking like uh what's the social security age now 67 right That's incredible. When my granddad retired, he was fifty-five. Yeah. That's crazy. And he lived, you know what forty years after that. And I'm like, my four oh one K is not gonna cut it for that long, you know? Yeah. I mean you see a lot more old people working now. It's like crazy. They have to. Yeah. And I don't I don't think it's right for someone to not be able to enjoy their old age i mean yeah you turn 60 and you really can't do the things that you could you could do if you retired at 50 or 55 like say i I would think 55 was a good age to retire if you were what you know well off enough to do it right because physically and mentally you're you're the same as you were at 40 you you know
2: you can still travel in an rv or something like that
1: Yeah. yeah i mean you can travel without getting a kidney disease, or, you know, a right. kidney infection. But, uh, at 67, I mean, what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Maybe go fishing for two years until you're put in home? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh,
2: actually I was talking to my dad yesterday, and he's going to retire at, let's see, he's gonna retire next May. So, he, let's see, fifty five. Yeah, it'll be, uh, he'll be 64 when he retires. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, your dad gets around He gets around, well. yeah, he gets around great. You know, he's, he's not, And especially considering, you know, he had a very catastrophic accident that nearly killed him when he was, like, 30, you know. And But, yeah, he gets around really well. He's had a stroke, and he's still fine. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he just went to the doctor, and they
1: said he's doing great, you know. Yeah, when I look at my mom, she's not doing so well. She's on a walker. Yeah, she's really
2: struggling these days.
1: So, I mean, mean, I'm sure she's not. She's just going to be thankful to get to rest and not go to work every day. Yeah. But who wouldn't enjoy doing that 10 years ago? Yeah. You know, it's just weird. America's weird. Yeah. There's no people in other Western countries retire much earlier. Well, yeah. I mean, we just
2: kind of lost sight of what's important to us as a society a long time ago. Yeah. You know, too, too many people have been like, you know, they, they're they so invested in just letting the free market do what it wants that, you know, we're starting to become casualties of it. And I mean, we, we've got a news story to kind of talk about that.
1: Yeah, but, yeah that's true. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Um, Dude, rest in peace, Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Poor dude. That's a, that's a, how old was he? 70? 71, right? He he wasn't very old, no. No. He, he, that's, that's a, that's a good case of someone breaking down physically and not enjoying their old age, you know? And that guy was a stud when he was younger. I mean, a lot of that's just
2: not taking care of yourself,
1: man. I mean, you can't. Well, I think he, didn't he get really beat up? physically and doing stunts and stuff like that yeah his his arthritis was terribly bad when Mm -hmm. uh i don't know i mean he looked okay in boogie nights but that was that was like the last 20 years ago uh, you know yeah after that he's you know his his appearances he's just looked awful mm -hmm. but you never know you you don't know what people people do in their own privacy you know
2: yeah i mean he he, he like smoked and drank and stuff and
1: Probably popped a few pills. Yeah, God, God I got knows what know. else, Whatever else. Yeah, I don't you know. Don't know.
2: And the, I, I'm I'm kinda worried about that as far as like uh you know, when you're talking about your body breaking down because you know, I'm I'm thirty-six going on thirty-seven and you know, I'm, I'm starting to have a lot of problems out of my shoulder and my feet from all the years of skating and stuff, and I have this weird way of sleeping with my arm over my head and
1: <laughs> Yeah, you and, were talking about talking to Jess about that. That's yeah, crazy.
2: So, so, so I mean like kind of the 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 wrath of time is kinda coming its way. <laughs>
1: And on that
2: note, I am actually going skating as soon as I leave here. But Are you really? <laughs> yeah, me and uh, Steve wingington are going to go skate, but
1: yeah. Dude, tell that guy hello for me.
2: I will. Yeah, I, I see him, you know, about once a month or so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah. Wiginton. Meanwhile, he seems to be in great shape. Yeah. Like, he, and he's older than me, which is kind of annoying. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. Did I tell you I saw a Loomis truck driving down the street from, like, Close to my house, uh, I know this is off-topic, like That's it's fine. kind of a left turn, but uh, I saw a Loomis truck. It was a sprint van. It looked beat to hell, yeah. like it had been used for a plumbing truck or something. It said Loomis on the back, like armored vehicle. Really? Yeah, and in the side of it, it looked like just some Joe Schmo off the street had cut cut a door into it. Wow. And there was a, like a metal door attached to that hole. So it's like a DIY armored car. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. And, and I use the term "armored" loosely because a Sprinter van is not an armored car. No, it's a van. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. Like uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know why, but that that triggered the uh, the Joe Rogan interview with Elon Musk. Yeah. I don't why. I don't know. I was thinking of this bullshit truck, and yeah. then I thought of the I guess the exact opposite. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I haven't even listened to that. What thing. would Elon do? Oh, uh, let me let me give you a recap. I've only seen shortly. I've only seen the memes, so <laughs> the memes are misleading. Okay. Uh for one, he didn't inhale any marijuana. <laughs> I can tell you for a fact. Yeah, I, I saw like a video of him smoking. It didn't look like he was doing a very good job of it. No, he did not he did what Bill Clinton said he did and lied about. He did not inhale at all. Yeah, he took it into his mouth and you know made his mouth small and like squeezed it out. He he had no like air in his lungs. Yeah, it was ridiculous, and he got in trouble for it. His fucking people were questioning his uh, viability as president of his companies. Yeah, and oh, man, it just it was a it was a good example of disappointing behavior on yeah. on the part of people that think marijuana is going to ruin your brain. <laughs>
2: well, I mean, it's, it's also kind of disappointing that he runs a company that drug tests employees. Yeah,
1: <laughs> But he'll pass a drug test. I'm telling you.
2: I know, but like regardless, I mean, if you're going to go out there and, you know, try to be cool with Joe Rogan and smoke weed... Plus, it's yeah. legal where he was.
1: I mean, it's not... Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's stupid, but I mean, it's also <laughs> kind of double standard as far as... I don't know. If yeah. they test him, he's for sure going to pass. I know that. Yeah. But the interview as a whole he was really awkward uh hmm. <laughs> he you know i've seen his other interviews where he's like lively and he talks you know he represents his company really well yeah. but this it seemed like every question rogan and rogan was really bad about his uh questions this episode it's like he was trying really hard and just kind of fumbled hmm. a lot um, but elon was answering with really Thoughtful answers where he could have picked up the pace a little bit and been a little more natural. Right. You know, it's just a weird, a weird show worth watching, but don't expect fucking fireworks, you know? Right. He's an interesting guy. He, uh, he's as afraid of AI as any sane person would be. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Scary stuff. Um, you ready for some news? Sure. Let's do it. All right.
0: Know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends.
1: Okay, so (laughs) this fish store in Kuwait (laughs) (laughs) didn't like the look of its fresh fish. And I wanted to make it look fresher. (laughs) So instead of the typical dead eyes in a fish, they inserted the googly eyes. You know, the the plastic lens with the tiny black eyeball with a sticker on the back. Uh, I'd I'd say, you know, it was pretty successful. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> these fish look. These fish look. They look wacky. <laughs> they look very wacky. Oh my God. Oh man. Like.
2: <laughs> so. Okay, so someone had to try it. Yeah. You know, they they, they they got a fish. They took this suggestion that they put googly eyes in it. Uh-huh. They looked at it and they said, Yep. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Exactly what I'm looking for. This is what needs to happen yep <laughs> like, i would have like i would pay money to have just heard that conversation <laughs> people man people okay so th- so they're shutting the shop down now like yeah
1: um, who, who's shutting it down? is like the health department or something or um some commerce ministry i guess and in, in uh in <laughs> kuwait why because they're falsifying the freshness of their fish i think so i
2: mean well Anybody that's ever seen a fish before knows that a fish just doesn't look like that anyway. No, I, right? <laughs> I would, I would think so. I mean, I don't know. It's, it, it just seems like it seems like any person with a brain would know, you know, that that's not, like the same way that like whenever you buy a turkey, like sometimes they'll have those little chef hat things on the feet. You know, that's not really what a turkey's feet look like.
1: <laughs> well, what state are we talking? About? It, it,
2: it just seems like kind of a I
1: don't know. It's garnish, you know. It's yeah. It's just a sales it's, pitch. Uh, it's just for presentation. But I mean,
2: the fish isn't any less fe- like, any less fresh because they right. put googly eyes in there. Now yeah. I could see if maybe they were trying to like present less fresh fish as fresher with the googly eyes, maybe.
1: But I would hope that they would have removed them when packaging the fish instead of letting the customer fry it up and fucking eat plastic eyeballs.
2: Well, I mean, I would hope that the customer would like take five seconds to look at the fish before they stuck it in their shop and realize that the eye is still moving. Then <laughs> <laughs> question that, and then move on.
1: <laughs> the, the fish doesn't seem happy with your, uh, your comments. It's rolling inside. He's really lot. sarcastic. This is yeah. the most sarcastic fish I've ever seen. Yeah. But yeah, oh,
2: man. Oh, man. Come on, Kuwait Health Department get it together.
1: I think they did. They were mm-hmm. on the ball this time. Um, next story, Bernie Sanders introduces Stop Bezos Act to end corporate welfare for Amazon and Walmart. Finally. 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 Yeah. I mean, it's not going to go anywhere. It's a nice gesture, but. Um, yeah, I, I didn't see any coverage on this story or hear any coverage of this story on anything mainstream.
2: Uh, I, I saw little snippets here and there, like, on, like, CNN and Fox News, just, you know, with whatever their particular take on it is. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, CNN is really no better than Fox News at this point, but hmm. they're just the neoliberal version of Fox News. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, clearly these businesses don't need all these tax breaks, you know, especially, like, whenever their employees are living in tents and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... Like, pe- people live in the parking lot of the Walmart that I shop at. Oh, really? Yeah. There's, just, like, just, vans? With yeah, cur- there's, like, the cur- vans and, like, yeah, the, you know, there's, like, RVs and things. It's it's sad. It's horrible. It shouldn't be like that.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. It, it costs... You think you're going to save money shopping there, but with the subsidies you're paying, you're really... You might as well just go to fucking Target. <laughs> yeah. Uh... The bill's called Stop Bad Employers by Zeroing Out Subsidies. And that, <laughs> that acronym is Stop Bezos. Pretty cool. That's a pretty good acronym. That's yeah. nice. It's catchy. Um is it gonna make a dent? If it I mean, if it passes, it could do something, but I don't know. It's I don't it's not gonna, it's pass. gonna pass. Too
2: many too many people are getting money from all these companies. Like on right. on both sides of the fence, you know? Right. And I don't know. To me it seems like fraud. It is. It's outright fraud. If a if a human being like did the kind of, you know, gymnastics these companies do on their taxes.
1: Yeah. You'd go to jail. You would be in prison. Oh, but that's that's status quo, man. It's just. Man. Nobody's going to do shit about corporations these days. No, you, you just got to start shooting people. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. You heard it here first,
2: yeah. folks. <laughs> I am advocating violent revolution.
1: Yes. Buy those AR-15s while you can. Yeah. Um, next story. Florida Hunters. Hey, way to go, Florida. All right, Florida. Back Florida, in the news. Florida hunters bag 750 pound alligator. <laughs> now, Do they throw call it me the window? skeptical. Call <laughs> me skeptical, but are alligators supposed to get up to 750 pounds? You know, I don't think so. Unless they've been breeding with saltwater crocodiles <laughs> that have wandered their way into the Florida Everglades. Yeah, you know I mean? It's like Jeff Goldblum says in Jurassic Park, dude. Life finds a way. I don't. I don't even know if that's possible. I mean, I, I, can those two species interbreed? I don't know. I don't see why not, man. But that's fucking weird. Yeah. And you don't see it every day. So that croc, that alligator, must be pretty old mm-hmm. to be that huge. Yeah. Some drug lord just had a pit
2: full of crocodiles, and one got out and found love. Alligators, man, alligators.
1: No, we're talking, we're talking crocodiles, oh, to alligators. Gotcha, here. gotcha, on. gotcha. My
2: bad, my bad.
1: Yeah, um, yeah his. Uh, his Liger and Tiglion are <laughs> safe in their cages, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Not breeding with house cats. Yeah. This, uh, this alligator was 12 feet long. Dang. These two dudes, uh, Brandon Barfield and Brandon Cutchins. The two Brandons. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> weird. Uh, yeah, they chased it down. It took about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, they killed it. Holy shit. I, w- I should hope so. Damn. I would have caught it, man. That shit. Would you? Blown. Would you have caught that seven hundred fifty pound? Yeah, elk? <laughs> barehanded. Um, <laughs> in your teeth. <laughs> yeah, that shit burns in a zoo. Its fucking head is like the size of this table. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, these are freaking dinosaurs, man. What They're would scary. you do, Brendan, if you saw something like that? Well,
2: uh, one time I was out fishing with my dad. We were yeah. uh, wade fishing in the bay, and it was like kind of right, right where the river meets the bay. So it was kind of brackish water, kind of fresh, kind of not. And uh, it was my dad, myself, uh, my brother-in-law, John, and I believe his boys were with us as well. We were just out there, you know, wade fishing in, like, waist-deep water. We kind of looked off in the distance about 300 feet out, saw an alligator poke its head out, and it went back under. So, you know, we just kind of stood there for a little bit and just kept fishing. Looked up a little bit closer. Oh, shit. Head pops shit. up out of the water. Gets okay. down. The boys get out of the water.
1: Good idea. Yeah, cause, cause <laughs> Good instinct. They're, Because
2: they're smarter than us. Yeah. And then, you know, it pops up maybe, like, 50 feet out. I don't remember if it was closer to me or John, but at that point, we all got out of the water. <laughs>
1: Good idea. <laughs> because, yeah. Do you know how to fight an alligator? Uh, no. You got one shot. That's yeah. to grab under its neck, grab its fat. Really? Fat gizzard. Yeah. Just grab it by the gizzard, huh? Yeah. Supposedly, it freezes and like can't bite you. You're taking a chance,
2: yeah. I'm not, I'm not
1: gonna lie, but.
2: I don't know if this is one of those situations where you're like lying. Or not. You? No, I'm not bullshitting you.
1: I'm I, not gonna I, find I out. I would honestly do have to do that if I was in that situation, yeah. So, there you go. Well, let us know how it works out, all right. Uh, you got a murder mayhem for us, I do. Sweet.
2: Okay, so this is uh, something that actually just started kind of coming to a head today. Um, there was a guy uh,
1: we got a live one.
2: yeah this is this is like still kind of unfolding as there he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is still kind of unfolding right now as uh, so I don't really have all the facts yet but uh, there was a guy uh, under the name uh, Juan David Ortiz. He's an intelligence supervisor for uh, U.S Border Patrol and they just ca- they just caught him down in laredo uh over the course of the last 2 weeks he has been on a serial killing spree wow uh he has been uh picking up sex workers and you know taking them out and shooting them in the head damn he uh so far he's had four confirmed victims um two were american citizens uh one was a transgender woman uh the other two are of unknown you know nationality so there's no telling i mean it's in laredo too so i mean could be here really like you know not American citizens, and there was a fifth victim that escaped. Uh, so, I guess this was a Saturday night. The uh, uh, he pulled over. He was kind of cruising around, and he picked up a woman. And the woman recognized him and had kind of heard stories about him, you know, going around and picking up sex workers, and they would not come back. Oh wow! So. She, they, they were kind of cruising around, and whenever they stopped at a gas station, he started getting physically aggressive whenever she said that she'd recognized him and knew what was going on. and he like, grabbed her by the shirt and was like trying to like choke her and stuff. She pulls out and like tears her shirt, escapes into the gas station and finds a state trooper. And like he just like the the guy just takes off running or whatever, and she informs the guy what's going on or whatever. and they you know call the state troopers and finally went there and got him. So I mean, only active for two weeks. Has four confirmed kills, almost had five, hmm. and luckily, you know, just by a miracle was stopped.
1: So, was he a wanted fugitive, or they just didn't know who it was? They had no idea.
2: Oh, wow. And until they finally caught him. It's just they had all these, like, cases of, you know, these sex workers turning up dead, you know, with three shots to the head. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's all same weapon or whatever. They caught the guy, got his weapon, confirmed it was him, and now he is sitting
1: and rotting in jail. Wow. Waiting you know, I guess, prosecution. That's crazy. Yeah, man. So, you think he got an STD, and, like, that's why he wanted to kill all these women? I have no idea, man. These Border Patrol will hire anybody.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And, I mean, that—that's I think that's something, you know, that maybe needs to be looked at. (laughs) I mean, they're hiring, like, all these, like, people with criminal records. Really? Yeah. Like, and, you know, people with, like, known ties to, like, hate groups and stuff like that are getting jobs with ICE and with Border Patrol. Really? Yeah. Like, they're just hiring psychopaths. To do this job, Mm-hmm. and I mean, here's just an example. <laughs> you know? Wow, guy just thinks he can go out and just murder people
1: because he's thanks, Ted Cruz. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just blame him for it. Why not? <clears throat> That's Chris.
1: a, a Rourke is going to put a stop to these serial killers on our border. I hope so. <clears throat> he was in a just band. To... <laughs> he skateboards at Waterburger. Yeah um no i'm just joking with that but oh this this is crazy yeah. i can't it was a
2: brief manhunt and as of yeah it was october yeah this was just yesterday that he so he killed four people in two weeks killed four people in two weeks almost had a fifth that's crazy
1: yeah he was just, what goes through someone's mind to do that
2: yeah i mean how do you, you how do you get to that point where you just think you can even get away with it i mean i mean I guess you know he he's an intel order an intel officer for border patrol. Maybe he thought he knew how to do it, but and you know he's gotten away with four so far. He just, you know that woman just got lucky. You know that she Damn, got away. How,
1: how many would he have killed? There's no telling. There's no telling how many he actually did kill. You know at this point. How long had he had, had he? Ugh, how long had he been a border patrol agent? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say in the story. I mean, this is all still very very new. Well, if he's intel, I mean, he's had to have been there quite some time, right?
2: I mean. Oh, Maybe dang. not necessarily. I mean, they got hire people for that. Well, he's he's a he's a head a head intel guy, so he's probably been there for a while.
1: That's so crazy. Yeah, there is no telling how many people he's actually killed. Was there? So the fifth victim had heard. Yeah, that there, there this was just, shit was going down. Yeah, there was
2: just like talk about it, and then she recognized, like someone said, "Oh, this guy in this white truck, this white four door Dodge truck, has been picking up girls, and they don't come back." So so she went with him, and then she realized where she was.
1: So was that was that description in? her circle of friends, or was that public like, watch out for this guy? No, it was
2: like just amongst, you know, the sex workers. Wow. Yeah, they, they were like, this guy's picking people up, something bad's happening, we don't know. And she went with the dude, and then just kind of like got a bad feeling, and confronted him about it. He tried to assault her, and then she got away. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I don't know how many sex workers listen to our show, but be careful out there.
1: <laughs> well, I'll be a little less careful now that this guy's in jail. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're sending the wrong message there. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? I don't I don't understand. Um, yeah. Uh I don't know what to say, man. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, glad
2: he's gone. Glad they got him.
1: Hopefully no more bodies turn up. Four truck drivers, man. You can't trust them. <laughs> That's my takeaway. <laughs> Jesus. White truck drivers. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> we got any friend questions? <laughs> No, we didn't even put up a. I know. Yeah, we didn't even post oh, about that's it. crazy. Man. We blew it. <sighs> that's all right. It's par for the course around mm. here. A lot of blowing it. Um, Speaking of sex workers. Uh, how about some tenfold tirade for Sure. Now? Fuck it.
0: UFOs! Cinecraft. Crazy unexplained shit! It's a tenfold, tenfold tirade! T-
1: Dude, I don't have shit for tenfold tirades. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, there's this term going around conspiracy circles. Okay. Uh, called uh, goldfish. Yeah, what is that? It it has to do with, <clears throat> well, basically it's another term for sheeple, uh, which I think they just moved on from that because of the whole uh, right wing connotation yeah but that that's taken on but uh it's basically it basically has to do with the majority of people not in in conspiracies believing what they see on tv and they don't have any memory of it after they've seen it so <clears throat> it has to do with people not keeping track of things and and it really i hadn't heard the the term too much yeah. I, I just started hearing it when um john mccain died yeah and the term was being used for people that were saying John McCain was a hero or this and that. Yeah. Um and all the nice stuff about George W Bush and all that. Yeah, yeah, he got dragged into it. But uh yeah, goldfish basically means someone that forgets history and denies anything that doesn't that they don't know as fact. Yeah. Like you could tell like someone that that likes McCain. You mm. could tell them facts about what McCain's done and they will completely ignore or deny or shut you down right and that's basically what a goldfish is hmm. it's weird it's a weird term yeah I don't know it's, it's accurate I mean I see it it's like apparently goldfish have no memory yeah and I, I think that's uh yeah pretty accurate yeah I mean you, you would
2: you would see that like in the coverage of you know like all the events or whatever like the whole thing about you know George W. Bush giving Michelle Obama a cough drop or something mm-hmm. like they're making that like, oh, this is, you know, this is what America used to be like when, well, I'll say it. Bush did 9-11. You know? <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. Okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean this is, that's just what happened. You know? yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
2: But It's like, no, nobody remembers like anything that's happened. Nobody pays attention. They think. You know, they thought everybody that was in that room that wasn't, you know, Donald Trump is, like, a good person.
1: You know? (laughs) No. Yeah, that makes no sense. None of those people
2: are good people. Obama, terrible person. So many people died in, like, drone strikes and, you know, all the horrible things under his foreign policy. You know, it's like, I don't know. People have very selective memories, you know.
1: Glad to hear you say that, Brennan. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm sure... People are going to enjoy Trump after he's out of office. Oh,
2: yeah. They're going to find he's going to be, you know, America's fun bastard uncle.
1: Yeah. Who doesn't doesn't even have the excuse to be drunk. Nope. (laughs) Never touched drop alcohol in his life. Each chicken with a fork and knife. (laughs) Yeah. Weird. Apparently
2: loved the cocaine, though, in the 70s. I don't know. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it either. He seems like he seems like a coke guy. Everything about him—the the, confidence—that's a Coke guy.
1: I don't see—I don't see him as a Coke guy. I see him as a guy that had Coke for the ladies. Yeah, I don't see him using Coke. I don't think he's cool enough. I don't know. I—I can see him using. I can see him using Diet Coke because he drinks fucking twelve pack a day. <laughs> can you imagine the White House fridge? Oh God, <laughs> it's, it's like probably a whole fridge full of Diet Coke. Yeah, beautiful. Well. I think that's our show, Brennan. Yeah, we got anything else? Uh, I don't know. We just got to do the social media business. Thanks to Lone Star Buttons. Do you have a project or business you want to promote? Sure you, do. But you lack the dollar bills to oh, get I it done. Do that. Well, buttons are a good idea. Are they? Contact. Uh, well, shit. Should have info at LoneStarButtons.com Yes, email info at LoneStarButtons.com uh, get some prices on some products that you want to buy. Um, you can call the owner, Adam Stimpy Jones, at 281-798-1996. Uh, mention the show. Get some bullshit thrown in for free. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you want to follow us on social medias, yeah, just look us up. Brennan Birch and Gabe Real Dieter. Uh, you can also go to our website, revengetheworld.com, dot com. All that bullshit's there, and uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling a little feisty right now, Brennan. Yeah, uh, a little punchy man. Go go check out mockingbirdnetwork.com Also, yeah, they got a, some hella good shows over there. They certainly do, <clears throat> including uh, ours for the time being. Until yeah, they wise up, soon as soon as the soon as the info comes in, they're gonna be like what did we do when yeah who hypnotized us yeah yeah you
2: should probably be listen listening to a better show you know L- listen to uh john wayne lied to you he tells really good stories that's a good show that's, a, that's a good show yeah
1: all right brennan you got anything else uh, uh no wait wait i have one more thing should we talk about transgender politics <laughs> <laughs> no well all right then gently go fuck someone <laughs>